the Mel Gedroich podcast. Hey, it's Mel G here, and this week on our little podcast, we're going to be talking about pushing the envelope, <laughs> strangers on a train, and also shoes on a new carpet. Yeah, enigmatic, eh? If you like the sound of that, then do have a listen to me every Saturday lunchtime from one on magic. There's going to be oh a lot more chat and some great songs thrown in for good measure. Mel G here, as ever, flanked by the trusty Bush. Oh, Bush, good to see you, mate. Hey, good to see you. How are you, love? I'm really good. I'm feeling good today. How are you feeling? I'm feeling well good. Well, I am also well good. I was about to say well lush. Well lush. Oh, I love that phrase. We used to say that when we were when we were early teens growing up in the Oxfordshire area. It got over there as well, because I always thought oh, it was yeah. a bit of a Bristol thing. But I, thought no. it was, I thought it was girt lush in Bristol. It is girt lush. That's a good point. That what is does girt mean? Massive. Oh, is that what it is? Girt, a girt, great, something or other. So yeah. does girt mean great? Like, yeah, big, massive. Big. Girt. So could you say I had a girt, you know, burger? Look at the size of that girt pasty. Oh, you can yeah. use it. In this. So it, it denotes actual size of something. It really, really does. And also, when you get off a bus in Bristol, you turn around and have to say, cheers, drive. What? Cheers, drive, which is cheers, driver. Oh, that's adorable. I'm trying to spread that phrase as far and wide as I can. Cheers, drive. Cheers, drive. Cheers, drive. Thanks, mate. Oh, I love that. And there's Arkit E. We've got loads of different What's phrases. What's Arkit E? Look at him. Stay oh, with him. Arkit E. Arkit E. Arkit E. And I remember my friend Luke having an argument with someone in football, and and the guy said to Luke, Arkit E, Arkin at I. Which is, look at him looking at me. You, you girt. <laughs> you girt idiot. <laughs> oh. oh. Good old West Country. Ah, oh, it's good. It's all very, very strong. Uh, now, listen, Bush, briefly, mm. I just want to lay this before your feet as a concept. Now, I don't know if you read those kind of magazines that, that give you advice, that say to you things like, you know, you're at a crossroads in your life, da, da, da. you've got to do something every day that makes you smile or do something that makes you feel scared, you know, push yourself. Yeah, yeah, are you into that? Yeah, one of those kind of... Um, in fact, my fiance Katie, is reading a little book of these things, like 10 ways to make your life better and more f- fulfilling. Is stuff. it the Scandinavian one called Licky? I'm not sure. It's a little tiny Japanese book. Oh, it's Japanese. It's a little it? Japanese book about like mindfulness and making your life better. I, I'd like to tell you something. I decided that life had got a little bit sort of... Just a little bit... I'm not saying samey, but right. a bit safe. So what did you do? Oh, do you know what? Oh, it was absolutely brilliant. So I got a call and, and um, this uh, person said, would you be interested in doing a performance in a theatre in West London and you roll up and you don't know what the show is going to be? Whoa. So I said, fool that I am, but also thinking, hey, I'm in my midlife. I need to scare myself more. I need to kind of, you know... Jig myself out of the kind of groove. Yeah, get yourself out of your comfort zone. Yeah, cats, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I said yes. I tipped up at the theatre. I was not allowed to ask them any questions about what it was. Okay. I had to tip up at the theatre 20 minutes before. They gave me a little drink and I sat down, watched the audience come in, got on stage and the producer presented me with a an envelope, a sealed envelope. Wow. And I had to just open it and then perform the script that was inside. Wow, so you had no idea what anything was about? No, or what? No. What did you wear if you're in that kind of play? Well, I thought to myself, I've mm-hmm. got to go loose, casual, workshoppy, actor at work, 
a little bit Stanislavski, yeah. a little bit sort of New York in the late 70s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wore an all-black jumpsuit ensemble, <laughs> white gym shoes, a long black crombie coat, and the hair done up nonchalantly in a top knot. I can't, you look like the extra member good. of Kraftwerk. I felt good, mate. Yeah. I felt strong. And how did it go? I'd be absolutely petrified doing something like that. Do you know, petrified. it was absolutely, it was the best fun. They're, they're, actually, they're, they're plays written by uh, this guy called Nazim, who's did brilliantly at Edinburgh Festival this year. He's, he's got a real name for himself now all across Europe. Hmm. And he likes putting actors in these positions where you just don't know what you're doing. It's like the actor equivalent of, you know, where you can go to a room and you've got to get out of it, yeah. an escape room. Mate. And you're up for a laugh, that kind yeah. of thing. It was like the thespian bungee jump. Yeah, th- thespian bungee jump. <laughs> <laughs> Crash. <laughs> but you came through it and it was a success. Well, I d- listen. If I you can get through that, you can get through fun. anything, can't you? Do you know what? I'm going to say to you, and indeed all of our amazingly dear to us Saturday uh, lunchtime listeners, do something in the week that scares you. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, and I want you to as well, Bush, and report back, please. I'll go to the deli counter in Tesco. don't normally go there because I don't like the weights and measures. (laughs) In wings. And learn to fly. We're just singing the back catalogue of Mr. Mr. Quite an annoying name for a band. Do you reckon if I blow across the top of this metal canister, it will sound like um, oh. panpipes? Yeah, it, it's going to be, um, yes, uh, the Andes. The Andes type thing. Here and we go. This is Andes Andes. Oh. <laughs> That's good. It's almost a James Last-like bit of flute yeah. going on there, isn't it? It's, it's Andes Andes. Actually, if you've got a kid that's learning to play flute, it's probably this for about the first year. No, it's just spittle, mate. Oh, what instrument did you have to play when you were a kid? Oh, piano, but I loved it, oh, Bush. Piano's good. I, I play know. clarinet with like a s- sticky, oh. spit-covered reed. reed. Oh. oh, no, no. Clarinet, not good, matey. Not good. It's so weird, right? Because when I got us a coffee at the halfway point in this show, right, yeah. I had the wooden spatula thing that you stir your coffee with yeah, yeah, in yeah. my mouth. And it reminded me, again, of the reed in the clarinet, <gasps> yes. but also the thing that doctors used to put on your tongue to hold it down. They used to, I threw up Retching. on a doctor. Uh, uh, it's horrible, the worst thing. Do they still do that? I don't think they do it anymore. They so don't have those So things. what do they do when they look at your throat? I haven't had my throat looked at for ages. I, me neither. No. I don't I, know. No, that's 70s. The lolly stick. Lolly stick. Yeah, so just going just gonna to pop that, just going to pop that. Oh, <laughs> oh it's awful. It's horrible, isn't it? Do you know it? what I love at the doctors now? Um, the fact that they can tell your temperature just by putting a thing in your ear and it I takes know. a second. I isn't that great? That. You used to have to sit there with like a metal thing in your mouth. Again, just gonna, just gonna, just gonna pop that. Everything in the seventies ended up with you being sick if you were a kid. It's a nightmare. <laughs> it's Mel G here on Magic with the Mighty Bush. It's Saturday afternoon. Whatever it is you're up to, I hope you're having a really, really, really strong time. Now, what do I have before me? It is the Ledger of Legend. It's a big gold tome, and every week. Uh, if you don't know. What we do in the Ledger of Ledge is we put something down, we write something down. I'm using the royal we, I don't know why. I put something in it and Bush draws what I've suggested mm-hmm. that doesn't necessarily get the kind of full trumpeting, the full 
just the full attention it deserves. It's like a uh, pictorial pat on the back for things that don't ever get any credit. Yeah, the small things in life. Yeah, small things yeah. in life. I'm flicking through. We've had padded cycling shorts. We've had Andrew Scott. We've had talc. We've had scabs. Yeah, all sorts of things. Now, this day, on this day of the 7th of the 10th month of the year, which is 2017 AD, I'm going to put in the ledger of ledge and it will be remembered forever. Ever. And ever. Do you know what I'm going to put? I'm, I'm writing now as we speak. I'm going to put aquarobics. Aquarobics? It's kind of half Latin already, but I will give it its proper yeah, it's Latin full title. translation. Aquarobicus. Wow. Wateribus. Didn't think you were done then. <laughs> there was more. <laughs> Mate, aquarobics. Why aquarobics? Do you do aquarobics? Twice a week. Do every you? Week? Heck yes. Wow. Have you ever done it? Never. So you might slightly scoff. You might slightly laugh. You've probably seen an aquarobics class going on in your local gym and kind of thought, that's a bunch of middle-aged old women doing nothing. No, my friend. Is it hard? Under the water, there is so much hard work going on. Really? Yeah, it's amazing for you. The closest I've got to aquarobics is being told that I can't go in my local pool because it's closed off for aquarobics. Oh. <laughs> That's what normally happens. Oh, but, and if you did go, yeah. there's a heavy chance that you'd be the only bloke. Really? I'd love to give it a go, though. I like the idea of it. You do the yoga with all your women friends. I do. So you could do some aqua. I sometimes wonder whether me and you would be damn good at karaoke. Oh. What would, we, what would we do? I don't know. Some kind of like duet. I just think we would. What would we do? Let's we'd have win a think. competition. Let's have a think, Bush. Let's you... Siri. I mean, all. I mean, automatically. I'm thinking Islands in the Stream. Something like but that. That's a bit obvs. Something a bit different. Yeah. What could we do? If you've got a karaoke night at your local pub, get in touch with me and Mel. We'll come down there and we'll clean up. Yeah. A good duet is what we're after. A yeah. good duet, my friends. Thank you. Hey. Oh yeah. We are after a good duet. That's what Bush said. Duet. We are. <laughs> I'm love. I want you to join in on this, Bush. This duet. is a new good. Bush is red letter day. Bush. Now, come on, come on. We know, of course, that it's now October. It's the seventh of October. We know that. Standard. We know. Everyone knows that. Yeah, but what day actually is it? You are literally not going to believe this, man. Oh my goodness! Today is World Bathtub Day. Oh. It's only a flipping day dedicated to being in the bath. Oh. What a day! And I've got three amazing facts about baths for you. Right. Come on. First fact: the physics of displacement was discovered by Archimedes whilst he was soaking in a bathtub. Eureka. 100% Eureka. Isn't it? It was Archimedes. Archimedes. Of course it was. I think a lot of people sit in baths and have a little think and suddenly they get these Eureka moments. I love a bath. Next fact, please, Bush. Fact number two. It's against the law for donkeys to sleep in bathtubs in Arizona. That's absolutely marvellous. Struggling for conversation on a first date. Chuck that little baby out there and you'd be laughing all the way home. No, I was thinking more along the lines of practically, if you're in Arizona with a donkey, don't put it in a bathtub. Whatever you do, do ride it. Pet it, whatever, just don't put it in a bathtub. Uh, final fact, and this is unbelievable. Marilyn Monroe reportedly bathed in champagne and it took a whopping total of 350 bottles to fill the bathtub. That's... She bathed in champagne. But it would make you feel really sticky. It'd be awful. I can't think of anything worse. Imagine bathing in, like, lager. Oh. Like loads of carling. Imagine <laughs> meeting people after you've been, you've had a bath in carling. Oh. Be like, you're you right, mate, everything okay at home. 
But with the shampers, though, if you wanted to get clean and you soaped yourself, imagine creating the lather with champagne. It'd be a nightmare. It'd be ridiculous. That's made me feel very uncomfortable. Love a bit of Lennox. Always did, always will. And she still looks amazing, doesn't she? She looks incredible. She's the sort of woman, okay, that could wear not a scrap of makeup Mm -hmm. and look brilliant. Yes. Do you know what I mean? And I feel that Katy Perry at the moment is trying to copy her kind of original look. You know that Annie Lennox look from years and years ago? Yeah, Androge. Exactly. Annie Lennox in the suit, the tie, the white shirt and the brogues. Yeah, and she had red hair for a bit as well, didn't she? It's like a female Bowie in many ways. Yes. Mm. Sorry, I've just got I'm just scratch. Yeah, I'm just having a little... Do you ever get itchy palms? Doesn't that mean something? It listen means... to the sound of your palms when you scratch them. Have a listen again. Does that mean you're coming into some money or something? No, what does itchy palms mean? Uh, Maloney, get on the Google, please. Get on the Google. What do itchy palms mean? I'm sure it's a sign of... Is it teeth? No, no. No, dreaming of teeth means you're going to come into some money. Yes. But itchy palms. Itchy palms means somebody's talking about you. Oh, listen, thank you, thank you, um, producer Louise. There's an old superstition that when your palms itch, it means money. Oh, my God. An itching left palm, which it was, means money to be paid out. Yes, I do owe somebody money. Wow. I've got a friend I owe a bit of money to. While an itching right palm is money coming in. To stop the left palm from itching, the superstition says to rub the palm on a piece of wood. Yeah, or pay the person that you owe the money to. Yeah, just actually <gasps> cough up, for crying out loud. Thanks, Louise Maloney. So whilst your left hand's itching, she's probably got an itchy right hand if she's about to get the money off you. I know, that not that weird? It's like a little Chinese whispers of And, I, and I am, I'm a week, I'm sort of, I've owed this money for a week. Wow, that's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. I might try and itch up my rock, which is the one that means you've got money coming to you. Right. Right. I'm going to get itched up. I'm going to enter every single back of cereal packet competition. <gasps> That's a really good idea. Anything going, even if it's for like a child skateboard that I blatantly don't need, I'm going to enter it and let's see what happens. I want to see you win something big though. What kind of things do they have these days on the backs of cereal packets? Oh, they've got all sorts. They've got holidays. They got. Cru- I'd love to go on a cruise. Would you like to go on a cruise? I'd love to go on I'd a love cruise. To. I just want to sit at the captain's table in the oh. evening. Just be a creep. And I've genned up on it clearly. So all the other passengers are rolling their eyes. Look at him trying to get in with the captain. (laughs) Now, Bush, I must ask you, my friend, how's your week been? My week's been all right, thanks, Mark. I've been doing a lot of train journeys. Yeah. To get the train into work now. Yeah, of course. You're a commuter now. I'm a kind of commuter. It's all right. It's not bad. I just want to ask your advice on something very quickly. Mm -hmm. Does it make me a bad person? Yeah. That whether by leisure or for work, the last thing that I would want to happen to me, the worst thing in the world, would be for somebody to sit down and start talking to me on a train. (gasps) I hate it when people try and strike up a conversation with you. See, my, my fiance Katie from Newcastle, very friendly northern person, mm-hmm. she goes on the train and enjoys the possibility of maybe striking up a conversation on a table seat with people. Mm. Whereas for me, that'd be the worst thing in the world. Do you sit in the same seat every morning like Leonard Rossiter in Rising Dump? <laughs> I, do. I do. I have a seat that I go to. The same one. Same kind of one. Same zone. And the same person opposite you. Uh, I haven't st- haven't done it enough yet to start to recognise people, but there's the same certain types, yeah. Have you said good morning to anybody? No, I don't speak to anyone. And what time is it? It's normally about <laughs> seven o'clock in the morning. Oh, but... Do you like speaking to people on trains? Do you have a chat? Just like, oh, hello, See, how are you doing? I like reading. I do all my reading on trains. But if you notice someone sits down opposite you and you notice that they're, they're looking at you like they might want to start a conversation... Do you think, oh, brilliant, or do you think, oh, I'm here fickle. we go? I'm very fickle. If I'm in the mood, I love nothing better than having a right old chin wag. Right. But if I'm not in the mood, 
hatchet shutters down. Halfway through a Jane Austen, they can get the hell out of here. Exactly. I do, oh, Bush, I don't know what to say, really. I just wonder whether I'm just being a miserable so-and-so and need to mm. bump my ideas up. Mm. You see, seven o'clock is quite early. It's a bit early, isn't it, So really? to be the chirpy, cheapy, you know, hey! Hey, what are you? Fun's arrived in the carriage. You know, <laughs> you might you might put people's backs up. Okay, so let's just see how it goes, but at the moment, early days. Report back. Report back. Report back. Right, Bush, my old friend, my compadre. Compadre. Compadre, Bush. Compadre. Right, come on. Now, yes, a little bit of music just to cover this. Pom, one more. Now, Bush, actually this... Sorry. I'm sorry, gang. Stay with us. It's, uh, yeah. It's, it's worth it. it. It's, it's worth, it. worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. Now, actually, Bush, this is very apt for you because okay. we know, my goodness, we know, he's gone on about it about 50 times. We know that you have recently moved house. Have I told you guys? I've just moved to uh, Leon C. Oh, here we go. Here we Am go. I banging on? Am I a stuck record? Is that I'm, what I'm it is? I'm just going to paint my eyelids uh, to look like real eyes, and then I can actually just shut my eyes. That actually hurts. I, I actually thought you guys were interested, so look, I won't mention it again, <gasps> oh, okay? Bush, no, we love you oh, about it. But thanks. look, this is a good question for you. Um, Bush, you've had a new carpet fitted. Right. How long? Oh, yes. How long until you're allowed in the room with shoes on? Oh, I always judge a household by whether there are shoes off at the door type people or yeah. just go on in whatever you like. Yeah. What about your house? Are you, are you allowed to just wear shoes in or do you have to take them off at the door? You see, I'm a bit of a slut when it comes to this. <laughs> <laughs> am I allowed to say that? Of course you are. I am. I, it's the podcast. Anything goes. I will wear shoes over the carpet and it really bugs my husband. Oh, is he, is he more... He's military. Shoes off, is he? Even if you had a DM boot stretching up to your knees, you would have to unlace. He would unlace it. Would he? Yeah. Do you know what I'd like to do? And some friends of ours down the road do this. Please don't judge me because I might do this at some point. I'd like to have a lineup of little slippers. So you come. Is that yeah. weird? No, no, I Has like it, the idea. No, is it weird? Is it middle aged? It sounds like a really cool cult that I want to be part of. <laughs> Everyone's got their own slippers, like hotel slippers. Those very white, spongy ones. Yeah. So when you arrive at the door, you just Ooh. get shown the line of slippers, and then you find your size, and then we're all in a sort of spa-like situation together. I like that. It's a little bit like going bowling, where you hand your shoes in and get like a pair of yes. different coloured things back with a spray yeah. in the top. I'm sure you've told me before that your husband is partial to either a moccasin or some form of a slipper. Has he got slippers? Deck shoes. Deck oh, shoes. Oh, I love his deck shoes. Does he wear them in the house where he's not allowed to? Well? well, he doesn't allow himself. Wow. So to. at least he's quite, you know, he, he's... He's self-monitoring. Self-monitoring, exactly. Yeah, in the shoe department. Okay, well, good for him. Yeah. Mel Geo Magic, prepare yourselves, my friends. It's time for Tell Mel. You can ask me anything. Hey, Mel, it's George. We keep getting mail delivered to the flat meant for a previous tenant. Does it make me a bad person that I always have a sneaky look at their post? George, I can't believe what I'm hearing. You mean you don't have some pre-printed labels that you can just stick on and forward to the person whose mail it belongs to? Are you steaming it? Are you steaming and then opening and then putting it back to make it look as if you haven't actually tampered with the aforementioned envelope? George, 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 there is no, absolutely no redemption for you. Next, please. Hey Mel, it's Jade. My boyfriend wants me to go vegan. What are your thoughts? Dear Jade, there is only one thing worse than being a vegan. 
And that, I've turned into Oscar Wilde, (laughs) and that is not being a vegan. I don't mind, Jade, it's your decision. Do you want me to namby-pamby you and nanny your way through life? What do you think I am? Some sort of tweed Mary Poppins? You decide, Jade. It's your life, your destiny, and your choice of green foods. Next. Hey Mel, it's Lizzie. I think I can do the UK's best impression of the sea. Please tell me what you think. Words fail me. Words fail me. Oh, thank you so, so much for listening to our podcast. We love it when you listen. Hear more ludicrous stuff like that every Saturday lunchtime from One on Magic. The Mel Gedroich Podcast.